Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. How prevalent are online scams? How do you prevent becoming a victim? And why is it always better to adopt from reputable organizations? Let's find out more now from uh, Farah Khan Maraj uh, from the NPO Feeding the Furballs. Good afternoon, Farah. How are you doing? Well, thank you yourself. Great. Thanks for joining us on the official drive this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Now, in a recent case, the Durban North Police say a man was scammed out of 4,300 rand in uh, basically seeing an advert online. And then the victim had paid the money as a deposit for a new cat. Now, after that money was deposited, the alleged seller cannot be reached. Are such cases common for her? Unfortunately, it is very common. We've seen these online scams multiple times and the public are just falling for it continuously. Now, how can people prevent becoming victims here? I think the first main thing is to always ask questions. If it is a reputable person that you're getting your animal from, they will not mind you asking questions. Plus, you should ask to see that animal in person before handing over any money. Now, Farah, is there still this impression that certain breeds of dogs or cats are better and that comes at a price? Well, that is true. I cannot stop someone from wanting a particular breed of animal for whatever reason, temperament, health, or just their fancy. But even if you're buying a pedigreed animal, you would not find a reputable breeder posting on Gumtree or OLX. And then too, you should ask to see the animal in person before paying any money. Right. So key key factor there, you got to have a look at the animal in person. Um, personally, that is. So... We're looking for a pet, right? Why is it better to go through a reputable organization? Well, one, you're saving a life. And what's better than that, really? And we have lots of animals in need of loving homes and families throughout South Africa. And you, I can guarantee you'll find one to fall in love with. Now, Farah, if I want to adopt a pet, is there a cost to adopting one? Yes, there would be a cost to adopting one. And it is in your right to ask, what does that cost cover? Right. Now, what about so, contracts? Things like contracts, I mean, do they come into play? Yes, there would be. So generally, if you approach an organization to say, I've seen this animal posted on your Facebook page, I would like to adopt. The first thing the organization will do will be to send you a questionnaire ask you some basic questions about your home and your family. And it's not because we're being inquisitive, but we just want to make sure we pair you up with your best for kid. Once the questionnaire is completed, we will ask to conduct a home check. And this is in no means to judge you or your home. It's basically just to check if there is enough security on your property to house that dog or cat. Are you close to a main road? Do you have a gate? Is your pool covered? Is there a fence around your pool? And something we also take note of when we do a home check is the atmosphere with the other animals on the property if you already have pets. And then once that is all cleared, we will ask you to sign a contract which would state that should you no longer be able to care for this animal, to please contact us first so we can take back the animal and it will include a stated contract agreement that the animal will need to be sterilized if it is not already sterilized. 
Now, Farah, tell us a bit more about your NPO and the work that you do there. So we started in March of 2014. We were already doing rescue work prior to that, but I wanted to formalize it because I was on both sides of the fence at that time. I was a donor, I was an adopter, and I didn't like the things I was seeing. I wanted to make a change. A lot of our work is more preventative, so sterilizing, disease prevention, outreach work where there are no vets or SPCAs able to serve as a community. We also do this trapping and sterilizing of feral cats and then the feeding of colonies and township animals. Now, for all our listeners tuned in right now, if they want to get in touch with you, how can you do that, Farah? Well, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our website, Feeding the Fur Walls. Um, we are based in KZN, and our work ranges from Ishawe to as far as Underberg. And, like, if anyone needs assistance, they are more than welcome to contact me. If they're looking for the new fur baby, they can contact us. We will help you find your awesome new fur kid. Farah Khan Maraj from the NPO Feeding the Furballs. Thank you very much for joining us and uh, we wish you all the best, yeah? Thank you and thank you for having me on the show. Great stuff. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.